Warning. Anime Out of Context contains spoilers, explicit language, and general tomfoolery. Neither of our hosts are experts on any topic, and you should not take their opinions as such. Listen at your own discretion, and enjoy. Hello and welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime. And I am still continuing my weeb binge after five days. I'm Sean Rollins. I'm Remington Chase. Remington, we did something this past weekend that I never thought we would end up doing. It was absolutely ridiculous. We went to an anime convention. I have been stuck with a bunch of weebs for the entire weekend now and now finally it's over but now we have to record and watch more anime and there's never an escape for me and not only did you have to spend three days hanging out with nothing but weebs uh mention more weebs than just me that is oh yeah yeah usually you are enough weeb for me but now it was surrounded and it was a decent experience the art was nice the community was interesting the <laughs> cosplays were impressive the panel that we hosted that you surprised me with went well uh but was painful as everything else is it was overall a good experience yeah and unfortunately we didn't quite get the recording footage we wanted for that episode so it's going to be kind of lost to the annals of history say lovey but hey uh, for those of you who don't know he knows a little bit about vocaloids now yay <laughs> and he is very confused by that fact but we are finally past that whole weekend anime bonanza. I am free-ish. Yep, now we gotta record an actual episode on our show. <laughs> Which, given the past handful of episodes, I'm not looking forward to. Oh, come on, Remington. I'm not that mean. Would I really show you something truly horrible after you immersed yourself through three days of pure weebdom? Yes, you would, because you're awful, and there were so many things recommended and yelled at, and so many people disagreeing with my opinions there, and now we're only going to continue that trend, and more people are gonna get angry at me, because you're gonna show me to something that's, like, super popular today, and then I'm gonna be like, oh no, it's actually terrible, and then every one's gonna get angry. I mean, I could have shown you something obscure today. Okay, so that confirms that it's popular. I mean, it is a little popular, yes. And it's probably more popular than it is. It's probably a 7.8 on uh, Crunchyroll and on my anime list, and everyone thinks that it's really good, and it's a shonen with rom-com elements, yeah. and... I'm going to watch it, and then I'm going to complain that the characters are pretty flat, and that their relationships don't really work, and that it's poorly motivated. Maybe the art style is pretty decent at parts, but then it gets repetitive. It's all going to hurt, Sean. I'm at least proud of you for remembering what Mal is. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it is pretty popular. It actually has a rating of about 8.5. Oh, God. Yeah, so... That's so high. It'll be interesting to see, and I'll be honest, Remington, I'm... I felt really bad about the whole weekend experience a bit. Oh yeah. So I'm 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 just kind of giving you a bit of of an apology and like I just wanted to make you feel decent for what I did to you and I'm 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 sorry but Is this soon to Ray Sean again? 
What are you even talking about, you idiot? How dare you address me in such a way? I hate Sundarayshan. <laughs> <laughs> I hate Sundarayshan so much. How could you be such a baka, Remington? Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> so we're, we're visiting an anime with the Sundare, I take it. I mean, possibly, but it's not like I wanted to give you a break or anything. Oh, I hate this. This makes me so <laughs> uncomfortable already. Oh, but Remington, I, I generally did this from the bottom of my heart, and if you don't like it, I might just slap you in the face. Oh, perfect. Go on full soon, Duray. Okay, so what is this super popular show that we're watching that has a Sundaray in it? Well, it's a fairly good show, in my opinion. I love it quite a bit. As I've learned, I don't trust your judgment or the anime fans' judgment. Hey, now, uh, the one time I've done... Okay, the multiple times I've done... Okay, wait a minute. We've done a lot of Sundarays, haven't we? Sundarays <laughs> <laughs> are everywhere, Sean. Yeah, not very good ones, are there? <laughs> uh, very few. Very few. But this one's a good one, Remington. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, it's not as uh, popular as uh, Asuka from Evangelion, but, well... That? Oh, yeah, Asuka. Oh, that's the one I'm rooting for. I had forgotten about yeah. her. She's the one I don't know of, but love. Yes! You're a little biased towards her. Yeah. Even though you don't know what she looks like, what she's like as a character, <laughs> and what even type of show she's in. That's a good reference to 20 episodes ago plus. Yeah. Oh, man. But uh, today, I'm going to make a case for a really good tsundere. Okay. Her name is Taiga. Oh! And we're doing a second episode on Toradora. Oh, this is acceptable. This is this is fine. <laughs> this this I am perfectly okay with. Because Remington, I am actually apologizing to you for a bit. The last couple episodes were a bit rough for multiple different reasons, and plus you did just spend a whole convention with a bunch of weebs. So I thought I'd be a little nice to you, give you a bit of a break, and actually do a return episode. Because as we know, November is the month of being thankful. Of course, and I am thankful for Toradora existing. Exactly. Now, what do you remember about Toradora, man? Toradora, I remember that I really, really liked it, but it's been, at this point, like seven months, so it's a bit hard to remember the details. We had the protagonist, who I can remember very little about, which makes me think that he may have been a bland bitch protagonist a bit. He was a little bland, but he did have a personality, and he does have character development. Okay, and then, then you had Taiga, who was full of spunk, great tsundere, phenomenal. Then you had the best friend, and then the other girl, the girl that initially the main character is going after, right? And I remember that they did some interesting things in in that in the few episodes that we watched. That they didn't go the very basic path we were anticipating, and I appreciated that. Beyond that, there are quite a few details that I have since forgotten. Which is understandable. It has been quite a while. And this is the second time we're coming back to a previous anime as well, which is very interesting. Oh yes, and a much better one than our first revisiting. Yeah, I figured I wouldn't torture you twice in a row with returns that were just absolutely atrocious like could you imagine if i had made you come back to watch sword art online oh no don't even <laughs> joke about that i've seen 14 episodes of sword art online i don't need to see any more oh but remington it's such a popular show oh uh, one one thing i was validated with at the anime convention 
so many people just hate Sword Art Online, which is great. <laughs> it is the anime that people love to hate on because it was one super popular and a lot of people seem to like it. But it was also god-awful, so you get that nice balance. Exactly. Uh, but for those of you who don't know about Toradora, we did an episode on it, our fifth episode of the entire series. Probably go listen to that one before this one, just a mild recommendation. I would highly recommend it, and it's probably one of my favorite episodes I've ever done, because it's the first time I got to act Sundere on the internet, and it was quite adorable for me. Sundere Sean still bothers me greatly, but the show is nice. <laughs> uh, but for those who need a bit of a refresher, the story is as such. It stars our main dude, uh, Ryuji Takasu, who is just a rather gentle kind of uh, high schooler who looks scary, but is really just a nice guy who likes to clean and is very uh, just gentle about the way he does things. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, this is familiar. Everyone is like, oh, man, he'll murder you. Exactly, but he's he just has a scary face, and he's actually a pretty decent guy. Yeah! And Ryuji has an interaction with a very prominent figure at his high school, a girl by the name of Taiga Aisaka. Yep, and they run into each other, and it's like, ha ha, they're both the terrifying people at the school. One of them is big, one of them is small. Let's see who wins, and that's the vibe of all of the student body. Exactly, and Taiga punches the crap out of Ryuji. Ryuji goes back for his bag at the end of the school day, and Taiga is in the room just kind of staring. He goes to pick up his bag, and she freaks out a bit. The reason why is because she had slipped a love note meant for his best friend into his bag. Yeah, and then as it turns out, they both are into each other's best friends instead of each other. And so both of them are helping them try and get to each of their respective best friends. Uh, but it doesn't go necessarily as planned from what we have seen thus far. Exactly, and that's what this show is. It's a romantic comedy set in high school about two friends that are trying to help the other get set up with their best friend. Yeah, yeah, okay, I recall this in much more detail now. And I really liked that it didn't fall into 100% of all of the tropes that you anticipate, as well as it having decent and interesting characters. Um, this is this is one that will be interesting to revisit, because in the 25th episode of the podcast, I did rank this quite highly within my top five. So it'll be interesting to see if it holds up, if it gets better, or if potentially it doesn't hold up as well as perhaps I remembered previously. Previously. Well, the sad thing is, Remington, if that happens, I will be heartbroken. <laughs> yes, because this one, I remember in our previous episode on Toradora, this was when you were so excited about Sean because it was one of your favorites and you were so happy that I enjoyed it. Exactly, because it had, you know, my favorite Sundere. It had some really good characters. It had great views on high school relationships and the ideas of love and what face you show other people as well as the, well... Quite frankly, the tsundere trope is perfectly represented here. Oh, yeah, and even though it doesn't have the best tsundere, which, as we all know, is Asuka, am I right, guys? Which you still know nothing about. I don't need to know anything about Asuka. I feel it in my heart, Sean. Asuka is the single greatest tsundere of all anime. You feel it in your heart? I feel it in my heart. I feel it in my loins. I feel it in my soul. Really? Oh, yes. What color is her hair? Her... Hair color is obviously black. Yep, he definitely knows the character, folks. <laughs> <laughs> 
And what kind of show is she in? Uh, the show that she is in is a great one. Well, do you have a genre for me? Uh, the it's a it's a kind of anime. Yeah, you may have heard of it. Yes, it is a shonen rom com. Mm, not really, no. I've always considered it to be one. That's how I view it as. Yeah, <laughs> but you're a very special kind of child, Remington. I think I'm nailing this so far. Okay. But with us revisiting Toradora, what things do I have to look forward to? Obviously, we've discussed what we sort of have seen already, and I know the basic premise of the show yet again, and so how further on are we going into this? Well, because, Remington, there are actually five main characters of this show. Oh, there's a fifth! Yes, and we didn't get to it because this was briefly after I forced you to watch Sword Art. Oh, yeah. And you were very adamant on the three episodes only rule. <laughs> after seeing 14, I can understand why. <laughs> so we did only watch three episodes of Toradora, and she doesn't come in until about the fifth episode. Okay, what's this fifth character? Uh, this fifth character is a girl by the name of Kawashima. Good old Kawashima. Yes, uh, she is the blue-haired girl that you remember from the intro. I can't remember the intro, but I'll accept there's a blue-haired girl. You know, pure, pure preparation. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But no, her name is Kawashima Ami. Kawashima Ami, okay. Yep. First name Ami, last name Kawashima. And so what is she like? Um, she's interesting. Oh, I've said it before, I'll always say it. Your interesting always scares me. She is a character, though. Is she interesting in the way that, like, Nakaemo is interesting? Or is she interesting in the way that Nico is interesting? Uh, leaning more towards Nico, but... Oh, hell yeah, all in. Not, 10 out of 10. Not Masterpiece. Okay, I'll give you a brief synopsis of who she is. Minari, if you remember. Yep, yep, Minari, she was, I think, my favorite character She was your favorite character. Because that was the female best friend. Yeah, the very bubbly, positive character who wasn't a complete dummy. Yeah, she which was so nice. She knew a lot more than she let on, and she had some insights into human emotion and yeah. things like that. But do you remember the male best friend? The male best friend had green hair, I think? His name was Yusaku. Good old Yusaku. His first name is Yusaku. His last name is Kitamura. Yusaku Kitamura. Yes. He was the one with the green hair, he had glasses, yeah? Yep. The one Taiga was interested in. Yeah. Well, so Kawashima is his best friend from childhood. Oh, okay. Wait, so, okay, I have a prediction. What's your prediction? So it's like best friend through childhood. Maybe you have Taiga and she's going to start making a little bit of progress towards him. And then all of a sudden, oh no, Ami has popped up maybe like right before she asks him out properly. And he's like, oh wow, we haven't seen each other in so long. And then she starts flirting. And then all of a sudden there's a competitive love interest for his heart going on. No. Damn it. <laughs> Every time I feel so confident. To be fair though, that exact trope has been done in so many rom-com animes. Oh. And it's kind of nice that that's not the case in this one. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, no, uh, Kawashima is his childhood friend who is just transferring into their school now. Okay. Uh, but she is also a very popular model as well. Okay. And so she has this appearance of being a super bubbly, you know, happy, ditzy person. But she's actually a serial killer. Uh, close. Oh? 
not quite a serial killer, just basically a bitch. Oh, okay. Sounding good so yeah, far. Yeah, and a little crazy. So it's, it's more on that perspective thing. I've said it before. I'll say it again. I like my crazy bitches in anime. Yes, and she's not quite as insane as some of the others. Uh-huh. Because she is relatable as kind of a real person. But she's still pretty cuckoo. Ooh, okay, okay, so we are going to go far enough to meet at least this character. Yes, and uh, you meet her when she is introduced to the group uh, by Kitamura. Okay. And Kitamura's like, oh, this is my childhood friend, she's gonna be transferring to the school, and she's great. And then, of course, it gets into the fact that her real personality is quite horrible. Oh, yeah. And she only keeps it up for, like, guys and strangers and people she cares about. Okay, this sounds like it could add an interesting dynamic. I'll tell you right now, basically, the biggest antagonistic relationship is between Taiga and Kawashima. Yep, that sounds about right. That is anticipated. And it is pretty fucking hilarious. Okay, I'm looking forward to that. So, let's get an exact number. How many episodes are you gonna have me watch today, Sean? I was thinking in the neighborhood of four to seven. Four to seven! I mean, because we left it off at such a short point. That's true. And I was thinking we could get just a little bit more squeezed in there, just so that we could kind of get to know the show a little better, maybe alter your opinion a bit, make you feel a bit more comfortable with the characters, and to really solidify what you think of all these characters. Because it is a revisiting episode, I will be lenient on the three to five episode yeah. rule. Uh, and it helps also that it is one that I remember enjoying. So we will see how many we watch and see what exactly my opinions are both of Toradora and especially of this new character on the other side. I think you will like her dynamic that she adds, but at the same time, you just like crazy people, man. Oh, that's so accurate, Sean. <laughs> All right, friend, let's go watch some more episodes of Toradora. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back after watching a grand total of seven more episodes of Toradora. Remington, how you feeling so far, man? I'm feeling decent, considering I just watched seven episodes of anime. I gave you multiple opportunities to bow out, man. Yeah, but then you said it would add to the discussion, which means it's not really an opportunity to bow out. Well, yeah, but I always said it could add to the discussion, but you can leave at any time. Mm, ish. Ish. Well, fine then, Remington. What did you think of Toradora now? It's been a minute since we've watched it. We only watched three episodes at that point, and you rated it pretty highly. How do you feel about it now, man? Uh, it still has a lot of great qualities. Unfortunately, it did go down. Oh, no. Yeah, a lot that I liked was still there, but less prominent, and some minor critiques turned a bit more major. Really? Yeah. You have this broken down bit by bit, then? Oh, I certainly do, Sean. All right, where would you like to begin? 
Well, I think it's only reasonable to go into the characters. We could discuss the story, but the story with a show like this, it's pretty self-explanatory. It's not changed too much. It's similar to where it was before. That's the nature of these sorts of things. Yep. But the characters, there was quite a lot of change. I think it's only fair we start with our newest character. Yes, Kawashima Ami. So with Kawashima Ami, I think that she was a very interesting addition. She's a very fun character. Initially, she seemed a little bit too extreme with her, oh, look how perfectly nice I am to look how perfectly despicable I am. And I thought those extremes were a little bit too much without any middle ground whatsoever because that just isn't real in any way. But it did start to level that out by episode 10 thank goodness yes it's very much the dnd trope type of thing where you start off with a silly concept for a character and then as you do more with the character they actually slowly become a character as opposed to a comedic trope but it definitely would have been nice if kawashima started on the same level as for example minarine who is much better and <laughs> much more well-rounded of a character. She's still best girl for you? Uh, oh, easily. Yeah? Easily. Minarine best girl, is she your waifu, Remington? Uh, not gonna go that far, but at this point, she is one of only two really good characters. Okay, that's quite a claim for this five-character-driven show. Yeah, and the other one I th that I think is starting to become a good character is Kawashima. Because as it has developed her, it's shown that she is pretty aware, pretty reasonable. She adds to the story in interesting ways. She has generally good motivations with occasional lapses, but for the most part, her character makes sense, is understandable, adds a lot of interesting elements, and has a certain self-awareness about herself. Well, I'm glad that you like the new edition. So let's talk about the, the other four. So first we'll talk about the secondary characters, as it were, the best friends. Yes, let's talk about Minori, because she seems to be your favorite, so obviously you have things to say about her. Minori absolutely fantastic super high energy we saw less of her being reasonable up until these last couple episodes again she sort of just became a caricature of what we saw in the first handful of episodes for a while before finally we get to hear her discussed a similar thing happened with uh the male best friend i noticed as well yes and both of them just faded away until episode 9 and 10 which was hugely disappointing because one of the things that I critiqued, for example, was Ryuji's relationship with his best friend. But I thought that the Taiga Minori relationship was pretty decent. Well, that was all but forgotten about for the vast majority of each episode. I don't know about that. They seem to be very close in their interactions in uh, episodes uh, five through seven. Ish? Sort of. They're like, yeah, I really care. But besides saying that they care, you don't see them interact, you don't see them be best friends, and this applies to either duo. Instead, it becomes so focused on developing Ryuji and Taiga that the other friends take a back seat, which is so unfortunate because I thought that's what it was doing so well with. 
Well, Remington, I will say this. The problem with only watching part of an anime is you don't have the whole story. No, you can't go making that excuse after we've seen 10 episodes now, Sean. But at the end of that 10th episode, we saw some good development for both of the minor characters. But that's after wasting everything they had in the first three episodes. We are just on par to where we were at the very beginning of this whole process because it squandered all of that same progress previously. If anything, I think it's still less than where we were at the end of three episodes. Hmm, I feel like I disagree with that, but then again, when has my opinion ever mattered? Well, we've never seen these friends hang out besides in a group setting where even then we don't ever Ever see the best friends just hanging out together with their supposed best friend. Neither of the guys, neither of the girls ever end up alone with one another and be like, hey, it's so nice that we can be friends and actually have a touching moment together. That doesn't happen. You have warmth between them, but it's almost artificial at this point where they're just telling us it's there rather than showing us at any given point. And their relationship at this point is equivalent to everyone's relationship with Kawashima, who just ended entered the group and has a lot of adversarial relationships with everybody in the group. It just doesn't feel like it utilized the potential nearly as well as it did previously. Even further, it sort of forgot about the premise of the show itself, which obviously Taiga and Ryuji, they're gonna end up together. Clearly, it's obvious, no bones about that. And at the end of last episode, I said there was a little doubt in my mind. Well, at ends after the third episode they make it so apparent and them helping each other with one another's best friends that sort of vaguely happens but at that point it's just an excuse for them to spend time together ryuji and minori hardly interact and when they do it's the exact same interaction with the exception of episode 9 and 10 and same thing for katamura and taiga where yes they have interactions but every single one is the same you see no development until, once again, episode 9 or 10. And once we've gotten five hours into it, it just feels repetitious. And it's so obvious that they only care about one relationship in the entire show. Which is counter to the reason why I fell in love with Toradora in the first place. Oh man, Remington, you are going to hate what I'm about to say. And you can't say it because I've seen five hours, Sean. If you are about to say, well, you just need to watch more, <laughs> then I'm going to make the claim even further. Toradora doesn't just go down. If you make the claim, oh, you need to watch more, it's going into the abyss levels. If you make the claim, oh, I need to watch more than five hours of this show, then it's going to be one of the worst shows we've seen scene. It's not a bad show, Remington. No, but if you make the claim that five hours isn't enough for character development or relationship development, then you have gone mad. But there was character development and relationship development. And I'm saying that they are insufficient to what they could have been. Especially the relationship development. The characters are all fine on their own, with some exceptions with Ryuji and especially Katamura, who still both have hardly any characters to speak of other than both being pretty swell guys, I guess. But other than that, the girls are all very strong characters, very interesting characters, but all of the relationships are almost identical to one another. And that's just 
generally positive. Taiga and Kawashima, they have an adversarial relationship, which is nice and different, but that's just centered upon focusing on getting with Ryuji. So it's not even a relationship built into the characters. Rather, it's forced through a middleman. The relationships in the show are not that strong and that's very unfortunate there's only one relationship that's been built up that's been shown to us and that has been taiga and ryuji and i understand they're the main characters but that just means that it becomes that stereotypical cliche which after watching the first three episodes i said so much that it wasn't Oh goodness, Remington, it is incredibly painful to hold back what I want to say, because the- oh god. So this anime has a total of 25 episodes, Remington. Yep. Uh, separated into a bunch of small little mini arcs that go throughout different stories. Yeah. Yeah, the first three episodes are kind of the introduction to the series and the characters and give you an idea of what they are like as people. Of course. Right? And then the fourth episode is kind of a follow-up to that, and then episode five through about eight is the episodes where Kawashima is introduced, and they kind of solidify the relationship between her, Ryuji, and uh, Taiga and Kawashima. And basically... By episode 9 and 10, it focuses back on the other two minor characters a bit. And then after that, it does some more swapping around, some more focus on the main two, some more focus on the side characters. And each character does have their own little different arcs in the show. And I fully believe that they do, and I fully would expect them to. But even with these different arcs where other characters have been emphasized, they have been placed into the background in favor of Taiga and Ryuji and not just oh here are the main characters here are the very important side characters no you know that they are the B team yeah and the show is called Toradora which it is specifically saying it's primarily about these two characters and I'm not saying that it can't be I'm just saying with the decision to so strongly emphasize those two main characters above all else you turn yourself into exactly the cliche that I praised it for not being in part one of the episode we did on it yeah but is that such a bad thing Yes, because that means it's not special. It's not nearly as interesting as I initially thought. It's just another rom-com. And it's a well-done rom-com, but if it's not bringing anything unique to the table, well, then it's just going in the general ambiguous list of rom-com anime. But it's not just another rom-com. They do such a good job of exploring uh, the young adult relationships within, what it's like to crush on someone who who probably you shouldn't be crushing on. But I would even disagree with that at this point, because initially it seemed to be going in a great representation. But now, Taiga has just gone on full tropes tsundere, which means that she is incapable of any proper decision because of plot reasons. And Ryuji, that goes the same. And you have that delightful trope of deliberate misunderstandings happening at every single turn that are so easily avoidable and one or two those are acceptable but almost every single episode focuses on wow here's a deliberate misunderstanding we're having with one another just for the sake of the story which is such a stupid plot point and if you cannot well motivate your story and plot then it's not an amazing story or plot and it's not that these things are exclusive to 
Toradora, but it shows that Toradora is not nearly as special as I once thought it was going to be. Oh man, I don't think we've ever disagreed so hardly on a <laughs> uh, show before Remington. And this is me maintaining that it is good, that I still decently enjoy it, it's just not nearly as good as I previously thought that it was. Man, oh man. Uh, but for those who have finished this show, they're probably going to be screaming the same thing at you. Sure, if you've taken the time commitment of half a day's worth of anime, then sure, you can say, well, you just didn't see the ending. It really captures all of it, all of the different arcs and stories. Five hours, Sean. That is a whole lot of story that you should be able to tell. And if you have five characters, only five, I think it's reasonable to ask that they be well-rounded, especially in their relationships with one another. And they do get well-rounded. Oh, just not in the five hours they've already had? I mean, it... <sighs> Oh boy. Oh boy. It leads back to that principle that, sure, maybe eventually it gets much better. But there's so much media out there right now that if you decided you wanted something along these lines, there's going to be plenty out there and you don't need to settle for just okay or just a bit good. You can find the best of the best. There's plenty of stories, plenty of movies, TV shows, and even rom-com anime that you could watch. And if Toradora doesn't have that special quality I initially thought it did, then you don't need to watch it. But it does have that special quality, Remington. The characters in the show are so beloved that people were willing to watch even past the five hours that you think there wasn't much going on, that they were willing to stick with it past that point. Sure, people were willing to stick with it. People have been willing to stick with every single anime we've ever done on this show. That is blatantly not true, actually. <laughs> oh yeah, nobody has ever stuck with Helsing Ultimate. Nobody has ever finished that series. How ridiculous of an idea. Okay. You literally chose one of the more popular ones on the list. You know that, right? Yes! Yes, I'm aware! Yeah, but we've watched a lot of really bad anime as well that people have dropped after the first or second episode. Yes, and that they have watched all the way through. Every single anime we have watched has had a high rating, and most of the people rating it highly have watched it all the way through. So your argument that, yeah, sure, some people have made it through, that's not a strong one, because it, that is not unique to Toradora in any way. Oh man, oh man. What if I told you that Toradora was one of the highest rated rom-coms in all of uh, myanimelist.com? You, you've told me that before, and that is perfectly fine. It is a good rom-com. It does not seem to be, at this point, a special rom-com. Oh, man, oh, man. I'm gonna argue with the, you about this till the day you die, man. I think it is very special, especially when you finish it, but apparently that's... If you cannot make arguments using those first five hours, then at that point, it's relatively meaningless. Lots of things are special when you put in a ludicrous amount of time into them, but that doesn't mean that they are worth reaching that when you have so much else. It's all about that opportunity cost. But I feel like those five hours were super enjoyable. They were enjoyable, but they weren't special, and you have yet to explain why any of my critiques are false using examples from the whole 
five hours that we have seen. Oh man, so Toradora is special for a lot of different reasons, Remington. One is how well they've done the Sundere trope. Now what you call the typical Sundere trope is definitely displayed here, but Taiga has a lot more depth as a character than most of the other Sundares we've seen. Does she, though? Because yes. at this point, we have seen her just devolve into the very typical Sundere. She always only has Sundere interactions now, and I cannot recall the last time we saw a human reaction rather than just a Sundere reaction. There were, there were a couple in episode 9 and 10 when they were alone and talking. At what point? Uh, when they were discussing the plan, uh, they had their little scare moment together. They were talking about what they were planning on doing. Uh, the... Are you talking, perhaps, when they're discussing their plan at, at night and they're saying, why would I possibly be sitting next to you in such a large room? Oh man, I just feel so comfortable with you and I'm so nervous with him. That's, that's a Sundere moment! Yeah, and it's a good one. But that wasn't the argument, Sean. You've already <laughs> shifted in two seconds. The argument I was making is that there are no human moments beyond the tsundere. I mean, what about the interactions with uh, Ryuji and Taiga trying to support each other just blindly? Like, yeah, she was very tsundere in that, but she had some fairly human concerns about all of uh, the problems she was facing, whether it was the swimming competition, the self-awareness of being at the pool, that kind of thing. So just her being like, oh man, I'm really concerned about my self-image, Ryuji, come validate me, or about, oh, I can't swim, come help me learn how to swim so I can win you, but I don't want to win you or anything, I'm just trying to win you, don't worry about it. It's not about you, even though it obviously is. Are you arguing that that is not a Sundere action? I mean, it's a little Sundere. A little Sundere! <laughs> At this point, she just seems like your very classic Sundere. And she is a great Sundere, but she, so far, in five hours, is nothing but... Sundere. And that gets exhausting and tiring and cliche. And once you have all of that, what are you really adding besides the stereotypical Sundere rom-com? And if you want the stereotypical Sundere rom-com, and there's nothing wrong with that, then sure, watch this. It's nice and it's easy and it's simple, but don't go in expecting anything different. This will do the formula and it will do it well, but it's not going to go beyond it. Oh boy. And I've got to say, Remington, I don't agree still. There's no way I'm not going to agree with this. Well, if you had reasons and evidence that supported your claim anywhere in those five hours, then I would love to hear them. But so far, your arguments have been in inadequate Sean. Damn it, you're a debate teacher. <laughs> but that doesn't stop you from giving good points. Yes, but I love this show, Remington. And I understand it's an easy show to love, but just because you love it doesn't mean that it's an amazing special show. It just means that it's one that you love. But if so many people find the show to be super special, then how can you say it's not? Using all of the reasoning and evidence I have, that argument you've just made, once again, could be applied to every single show, except maybe one of them that we have done on the podcast. There are people who have come up to me at the anime convention and made an argument for so many of the 
awful and atrocious anime that we have gone through and that you have agreed with me upon. Whether that be Sword Art Online or whether that be Helsing Ultimate, both of which were very popular and people still to this day feel like are very special and unique and interesting, but both of which you have agreed aren't really the case. So how can I say that something that so many people agree is special isn't? By saying so and listing why. But the bird, Remington. <laughs> and the bird was great, but even the bird we saw three or four times in these seven episodes, which was a horrible disappointment. <laughs> what if I told you the bird became a major plot point at some point? Sure, cool, it might, everything might, that doesn't affect me in any considerable way. Toradora went from being unpredictable, unorthodox, and taking a very popular formula and throwing it on its head in a few fundamental ways, and then it reverted back into exactly what you would anticipate. And that was disappointing to me. That doesn't mean it's a terrible show. It is what it is, and it does that thing well. But it doesn't go beyond, and it's not paving any new ground in any considerable fashion. One thing I would like to say is that this is one of the primary shows people go to when it comes to Sundere because it's the one of the early shows that did it phenomenally well. And it is 100% Taiga is a tsundere and hardly anything besides a tsundere. So if you want to know what a tsundere is, it's good to watch the show because you will see it. 100% of the tsundere tropes will happen multiple times. But she is still a character with her tsundere tendencies. Is she? She's a klutz. Okay. She relies on Ryuji. Okay. She can't swim. Okay. What else is there beyond those fairly nondescript qualities and the tsundere? Uh, well, she's very self-conscious of who she is as a person. Which is pretty darn tsundere. Well, yes. Uh, she also is very strong-spirited. Which is very tsundere. And she is also... adorable? Extremely tsundere, Sean. It's okay that this has gone down a bit, and it's okay, Sean, that it's not a unique media. You don't need to try and defend your love of it. It's just that it didn't quite live up to the expectations I had on it. Boy, this is going to be painful for the future. <laughs> uh, this is the part where I mentioned that this was a recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got bad news forever recommended we revisit this one. <laughs> yeah, we got a... Oh, boy. We had a recommendation from the lovely uh, Hundley, and they listened to our podcast by first listening to the Toradora episode. Well, Hundley, when you get to this episode, just know that I am just as disappointed as you are. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, it doesn't help in the show that Taiga is obviously the most toxic, least healthy choice for Ryuji to make. I mean, but they're kind of a good fit for each other. Good fit only because their flaws line up, but just because they're likely to end up together 
doesn't mean they will in any way have a healthy relationship. Though, to be fair, I would argue almost any relationship with an extreme tsundere has many toxic and unhealthy behaviors. But what are we as people, Remington, if not just a bunch of bad toxic behaviors? <laughs> that is the sum of the human condition. I know I have my toxic tendencies. <laughs> Ultimately, it's not that I hate the show, but it definitely didn't live up to the high expectations that I placed upon it after our first episode on it. Oh man, and I am saddened by this news, and I am so sorry, Hundley. I thought this would be a good idea. I <laughs> thought that maybe, maybe I'd be nice, show him something that he'd enjoy, and apparently... I don't apologize for my opinions, but I would like to give Hundley a virtual hug for them. Oh, God. But does that mean you just dislike the show now? No, of course not. But I'm unsure at this point how much I like it, and it certainly would not be in my top five anymore. Oh, God. Oh, man, that is going to break my poor little weeb heart, Remington. I know, Sean. I know. Well, with that, I have to ask, want to watch a couple more episodes of Toradora with me? Not right now, Sean. Not right now. <sighs> okay. Baka. <laughs> Thanks so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. If you enjoyed our banter on Sundarays and the quality thereof, feel free to leave a review on whatever platform you listen on, whether it be Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or, if even better, word of mouth. And if you would like to contact us directly, whether it's a comment, feedback, question, or a recommendation, then you can send an email over onto animeoutofcontext at gmail.com. Once again, thank you so much for tuning in, and I swear it's a good show, Baba Baka. <laughs> <laughs>